0: Hey, everybody, this is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Pearson Rabbits Insurance. Stephanie Pearson at Pearson Rabbits is my personal disability and life insurance agent. The reason that I trust her is because she was a physician just like me, just like you, who went through med school, went through all of her training, was actually at the peak of her career, and tragedy struck, and she got disabled in her employer's policy and workman's comp, all of these things, they weren't there for her. She went through so much hassle that she decided she was going to go and start selling disability insurance so that the same thing doesn't happen to you. When you set up a call to talk to her on the phone, I'm sure she will tell you the whole story if you ask, but you want a disability insurance agent that you can trust specifically somebody who's been there and is there to advocate for you. Go to www.pearsonrabbits.com, fill out some contact information, set up a call. You want to be buying this stuff, probably around residency, uh, but you can call them anytime and they'll tell you the right time to buy for your specific scenario. Now on to our episode. I've been getting a lot of emails over the last year or so. Uh, It's got triggered by the whole workforce, emergency medicine, what is the future of emergency medicine, all that stuff. More or less, all these emails say the same thing. Zach, what do you think? Should I still go into emergency medicine? I don't think I've responded to any of these emails, maybe one or two, but the, the issue is I wasn't really quite sure what to say. On the one hand, there's some legitimate concerns that are coming up about the future of emergency medicine. On the other hand, I don't want to, like talk you out of a specialty that you're interested in and uh, you go into something else and you're miserable because that would be bad as well. And so you can kind of, you need to come with a very balanced answer, way too much to put in an email. And so I did one attempt at this episode a while back. It was terrible. So I didn't, we didn't post it. Uh, Mike even was like, Zach, don't post it. But what we're going to do is actually a two part mini series here, answering that question and the way it's going to be broken up is today on this episode, we're going to talk about all the things that I love about emergency medicine. Because before you even consider workforce stuff, A, you need to be like, Is this specialty even for me? Are the things that people like about it things that don't appeal to me? The flip of that, before you consider workforce stuff, you need to be like, you have the good understanding of what you're potentially giving up if you don't go into emergency medicine. And I will say kind of full disclosure as far as opinion, I'm very optimistic about the future of emergency medicine, and I love the specialty still, even though maybe the future – does make me nervous at times. So in this episode, we're going to talk about everything I love, and then we'll do a part two to this at some point, which is going to be kind of what your mindset needs to be if you're going into emergency medicine in 2022, or you're targeting this specialty in the near future. Okay. But this is going to be fun because today I'm basically going to go through the four things that I love most about emergency medicine, and then I have a bonus one, a number five uh, that is, is kind of, I almost just gave them all as top five, but the top four are really the big things. The fifth is kind of just a little more personal to me, I guess. Number one reason why I love emergency medicine, and this is the first thing I noticed about the specialty when I was a med student. This was the factor that made me choose this specialty over family practice which was the other one I was considering. But there is so much variety that you don't get bored. If you are somebody who gets bored easy and you hate it, this might be the specialty for you. I've heard emergency medicine people say when, when students ask, like, why did you go into the specialty? And they say, well, I really loved internal medicine and surgery and all these things. And so I just wanted to do a specialty that, that had all of it together. And I roll my eyes in the head. I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not, but the truth is I hated pretty much every specialty I rotated through internal medicine and just rounding, rounding, round, rounding, So boring. Standing in the OR, boring. I'm sure much more interesting if you're actually doing the procedures, but as a med student, I found it, hor- surgery rotation, horrible. OB, you're sitting around, you're waiting for people to dilate so you can have a shot at delivering a baby. I was so bored family practice i do like however even the, you know it's still kind of scheduled you know well visits and things like that every 15 30 minutes in the day kind of would drag on after lunch to me um, don't even get me started on pediatrics uh, pathology it was kind of like you know how people who are who are blind and they say that like you know since you lose one sense like your your hearing gets really good like that kind of thing like your other senses compensate for that for pathology i got so bored it was kind of like having like that that decreased stimulation just made the the autopsy uh, area just smells so much worse to me. Um, radiology, it's like super boring and routine, and it's dark. So I've actually like fallen asleep. So like I hated everything. Like it was awful. And then I did emergency medicine, and I never looked at my watch. And it's like, oh thank God, <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're doing this. I found something that I like. That is why the first thing that I loved about emergency medicine, it's more than just the fact that it's like a variety of topics. Really, what keeps it interesting is every day is completely and totally different and you just never know what's going to happen. You might come in to your shift and you get, a, you know, a nice smooth start, and you know, a couple patients roll in and then it, you know, it speeds up a little and it slows down a little towards the end of the day and it just works out well. You could come in and your partner could be like, sorry, getting killed. You have five patients to see and they're running around and you have to be able to be there at six in the morning and be ready to see five patients who are waiting for you and angry that they've been having to wait all night. Right. Uh, it could start start off where you don't see anyone for a couple hours. And then you're like, this is going to be such an easy day. And then like, you get like hammered. I've, I've told this story before, I think. There was one time I was sitting there, pretty easy shift, saw a couple patients. And an hour before the end of the shift, triage, they got some more nurses on and they opened up more rooms. And the triage nurse walked back with a stack of eight charts. Like they, and they just handed me the whole pile. I had like an hour left. And so it can go super quick, just like that. You just never really know what you're going to expect. Even when you're on break, you're like, man, is there, is it going to speed up? Is it, you know, what am I going to see? You don't know if your patients will be like really cool or if they're going to be like giant pains. You don't know what uh, situations you'll see. Are you just going to see a bunch of like routine stuff? Are you going to have like, like the other day I admitted three patients to the ICU on the same call, three patients in different forms of shock on the same phone call. And you know, other days you just sit there and it's just like low risk chest pain you know and so you just never know and it's that little bit of uncertainty that makes the day fly by even as an attending now I still rarely am looking at the clock I mean you like obviously you might look at the clock at some point but I'm never like counting down until when I can go home like that never happens and that is the first thing that I love about emergency medicine the second thing about emergency medicine, and I think this is a way underappreciated aspect of the specialty, um, and I didn't, I didn't realize this until I became an attending and developed, some, um, developed my interpersonal skills and some of my patient interaction skills and bedside manner stuff uh, a little bit, but I, and this is my favorite thing about the specialty now, I love the patients. In the people, and and you would think that you don't establish very good relationships with patients because you're not seeing them over and over and over for years and years. And well, first of all, there are patients we see in the emergency department over and over and over, and you develop relationships with in that way. Um, Usually, they're not the patients you want to see over and over, Uh, but. There's just something about when someone comes in and it's the worst day of their life, and if you can interact with them in such a way where you put them at ease and you're helping them and you're friendly and you can make them laugh, and you know, when there's things are just dark, right? You build these really intense relationships with patients. There are patients that I still have like in my mind that I will never forget. I've had old ladies kiss me and you get the classic you know you know kids hugging you and the classic compliment for emergency medicine doctors people say like hey um i was thinking about switching out of my current doctor i don't really like him when do you have office hours and you say uh from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. tomorrow <laughs> right <laughs> come back um the just the connections you build with people i've met fascinating people i've met celebrities i've met um you know i obviously i can't go into specifics on On who, or that kind of thing, but there's there, you see people from all walks of life aspects in 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 worldviews in just parts of the human experience that I didn't even know existed. And if you just listen to them, it's very interesting. You know, there was a guy the other day who was a little bit slower, I had some time to talk to him, and he was there for like strep throat or something. But he was like a connoisseur of marijuana. He told me, every flavor and which like, he was like basically doing like a tier list. Like, all right, you want to know what like the God tier marijuana is? He's like tropical banana. (laughs) I'm like, that actually sounds pretty good. You know? So I love the patients and the people. I think you build really intense relationships in emergency medicine. They might be short, but you absolutely get that human connection. It's my favorite part about the job. Three. I love how, and this is another thing that's not, I think it's underestimated with emergency medicine, is how intellectually stimulating it is. So when you're in med school and you start off with internal medicine, surgery, and all these other rotations, and you and you intersect with the emergency department, um, you the emergency department has a reputation that we're all basically idiots. And the reason is, if you think about it, is because every time we call or hand off a patient or get a consultant involved or whatever, like we are the stupidest person of the conversation so we always know less than everyone else however that doesn't mean it's not intellectually stimulating because the breadth of what you have to know is is insane so you have to know a good well, you have to have a working knowledge of every specialty and this is not and this is not to say jack of all trades master of none because that's not true we're the master of many things um probably one to three things. Four, if you include your mom. No, so like one, so we are the best at the diagnosis of life-threatening illness and injury, including in its early presentations, uh, atypical presentations and things like that. We're the absolute best at that in the hospital. Two, we deal with probably about one in 20 patients that come into the emergency department. It's just... Random stuff, um, you know, a a kid that has like a fish hook stuck in his face, like it's like that kind of thing. And even though we're not necessarily the expert on that specific scenario more than anyone else is, we deal with situations like that so often that we end up getting really, we end up being the best at like just kind of troubleshooting and you just figure stuff out. So we're really good at that. And the third thing we're really good at, we're really good at resuscitation. But even more specifically than that, we're really good at controlling chaotic situations. So like an ICU doctor is going to be able to resuscitate. However, when you have someone dropped off uh, at the front door and family members screaming around, some of which are like armed and the patient's like bleeding out of all their, or if it like controlling that situation, operating in that kind of chaotic environment is the third thing that we're really good at. So not only do you have the breadth of all the different specialties that you need to know, you have to be really good at kind of thinking on your feet and then Keep in mind, a lot of patients too. They're not just like bad cancer patients. Um, they're in. They're, it's a complex uh, kind of interplay of all these different chronic medical conditions, and basically, you just if you're the type of person who's kind of a nerd and you just like reading stuff, this specialty is great for you. Like I read. Eh, I wish I could say every day, probably not every day, but I'm constantly reading articles in societal guidelines and things like that on this or that. And really anything, like I diagnosed somebody the other day with pyoderma gangrenosum. I diagnosed somebody the other day with hypokalemic periodic paralysis. I diagnosed a painless aortic dissection the other day. You just really have to know, um, when I say the other day, I, I just mean in in the past, because obviously I can't give specifics for HIPAA, um, but you just kind of really have to have a working knowledge of so many things that literally you could just read whatever you want in medicine and it's going to help somebody. And I love that about this specialty. The fourth thing that's great about emergency medicine is the fact that it's um, shift work. I don't know, it, you know, I think everyone has their own, the best lifestyle specialty is doing the job that you actually like doing. Cause you're going to, no matter what the specialty is you go into, you're going to be working constantly. So you, the most important factor when you're choosing a lifestyle specialty is, is the specialty that you could actually work in and not be miserable. So I always like to get that out of the day, but out of the way, emergency medicine doesn't pay great. I don't think compared to other specialties, it pays better than some, it's probably in the middle of the pack, but the shift work is what's really cool. You would think that it would be annoying working holidays, working weekends, and it is kind of an adjustment for the first year or two because you're so used to being in the same schedule as the rest of the world, right? Like it's Friday, everyone's off, I'm off, great, we have a weekend. You start to lose some of that, but what you get with shift work is specifically weekdays off. That's really what it comes down to. You end up working some holidays and stuff. Sometimes you want to work holidays because your family's crazy. But um, I would never say that about my family. (laughs) Um, Nothing like being able to schedule yourself at like 3 p.m. on like – Thanksgiving or something. So you can kind of go and like hang out with everyone, but you can also have an excuse to duck out, right? See, you can get smart and start to strategize anyways, the, but you get what you get in emergency medicine with shift work like this is weekdays off. And it is really cool having weekdays off. Like you can do things with your family, um, when other stuff's not busy, right? Like Saturday is going to be, for example, I, I go to the zoo with my kids frequently and, um, every couple of weeks, maybe we have like a membership you go on a weekend and the it, the zoo is literally a zoo, and there's people everywhere, and you're bumping into people, and it's kind of crazy. You can go on like a nice Tuesday. You just pick a day with great weather. It's not too not too busy. You're not dealing with rushes and things like that. It's really nice grocery shopping when there's not like lines, and you can like time it out. So like if you know when all of the the you know markdowns happen, you can get your first pass on all these markdowns, or you can shop when all the produce is freshly. St- stocked and it looks good. Um, you can, a lot of emergency medicine people have like a side gig because you get all these weekdays off. So, you know, a lot of people have like a, like a, a separate little business that they do, or they just use that time to spend with their family. It's just a very flexible schedule when you do shift work. It's really easy to swap things around with people like, Hey, you're working Thursday night I'm working this day. Hey, can we switch? Cause I want to do something that night. And, um, it's one of the great things about emergency medicine is the shift work. And then the fifth thing, this is the bonus, um, is the personality of the specialty. So there's just something – when you're in emergency medicine, it's like the least prestigious specialty that you can do. Like everyone looks down on you. People – like I go to work and I'll have consultants just like – you know they're just totally rude, and part of your job is to be able to like get the patient what they need, even though your consultant's like a total ass, right? Like that's just part of what we do. But when you're constantly in the fishbowl and you're kind of you know people are nitpicking you, and you kind of develop thick skin, um, nurses, like they're very overworked in the emergency department. You know, they could, an an ER nurse could legitimately look like 90% of ER patients in the eyes and be like, you honestly think you're having a worse day than me right now? (laughs) You know, And they would never say this, but, uh, they probably, you you know, I'd probably rather be the patient than an ER nurse some days, um, just because of how hard they work. But you get this kind of camaraderie that develops. There's this very like pragmatic down to earth culture that develops you know, you just there's something about having like you always think about like saving a life. Now, now imagine you get this crazy save and everyone operates perfectly. And then that Monday morning you get in trouble for a whole bunch of stuff because some box didn't get checked and this kind of thing. You know, you just kind of bond. And so I'll give like examples. Um, I remember like this is when I was a med student. The this is just kind of the culture of emergency medicine. I just think it's very down to earth, but um, the there's no attendings around, and one of the nurses who I actually have worked with since, um, came by and was like, "Doctor, we need a doctor. We need a doctor in room 14 or whatever." And I I look around and I'm like, "I'm a doctor. What do you need?" They're like, "We need you right away." And so they throw me into the room, shut the door behind me, and it was this patient who uh, was there with with vaginal. Drainage of, of some sort, and sh- her chief complaint was I have Jolly Ranchers stuck in my vagina, right? And I was like, well, okay. And I like turn around at the door, and you can see like all the ER nurses out there like snickering. And um, you do the whole thing, and <laughs> I go out of the room, and the nurses have Jolly Ranchers for you, and they're like a snack, <laughs> right? Like that's emergency medicine culture. I remember there was this ICU doctor who was just throwing a fit about this or that, and yelling at the nurses or something, and this nurse half, half as tall as him is like chest to chest with him. And she's, and she just says, listen here, buddy. <laughs> like what's this like experienced ICU attending? Like you just, just shuts him down. Like just, just, done. <laughs> and everyone's going, oh, you messed up, man. Like, you don't mess with the ER nurses. You never piss off the ER nurses. And now they're, like, friends because, you know, she actually he, he respected the the pushback, I think. You see them interact much better. Um, but, like, that's kind of the, you just see that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of, like, the thing that emergency medicine people get in trouble for a lot. Like, you'll see a lot of people, like, your colleagues and stuff, not necessarily doctors, but a lot of nurses or, or staff will get fired because you develop this just super dark sense of humor. And so patients will overhear things at the nurse's station that just become kind of, you know, whatever to you. you just, it's just kind of how people talk In and, and patients will complain and, and the administrators, of course they don't understand, but there's just this, like, if you're the type of person that has a meme collection, that's so dark that they would like throw you into, like, they would like put you in a facility, like emergency medicine might be for you. Because that's just kind of how how we roll, you know. And keep in mind, because of the shift work, a lot of the people you work with are very well-rounded. They have other things going on. And um, I've just found them to be very, just, just the type of people I like to hang with. Now everyone has their own, you know, what personality appeals to them. So that's why I can't put this as like the four things that are truly like universally awesome about emergency medicine, but to me, I could, I could add just the personality of the specialty as number five. So those are the five reasons why I love emergency medicine. You never get bored. The patient, you could develop these like intense, awesome relationships with patients. You meet all sorts of cool people. It's intellectually stimulating. You get weekdays off and all the benefits of shift work. And it's just a very down to earth, kind of dark humor, fun group of people, uh, to work with. Um, so that wraps up this episode the next episode now, now with this in mind, we will, we will talk about the future of the specialty and some of the workforce concerns and what your mindset should be going in. If you find the specialty as, as appealing as I do, right? So how do you proceed from here? And so, uh, send me any emails, Zach at emclerkship.com. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.